Welcome to the Fantasy Addict Dynasty Podcast with your hosts, Andrew Amore and Frank Sicalese. Welcome back to the Fantasy Addicts Dynasty podcast. Boy, do we have a massive show um, in for you guys uh, today. We've got a full house, um, everyone except for Andrew, because he's a little bit jet lagged after he arrived back home in Australia. Um, I'm happy to have Burjo, Charlam, and Joel on the show with me today. How are we doing today, boys? Charlam, uh, long time no see. Saw you on Sunday. Had a massive game, 14 points. I uh, hope you're feeling good. Hope you're feeling ready to go for the podcast today. Oh, feeling great. Ready for a big episode today. First um, ep with Burjo, actually. So I'm very excited. Uh, apparently, he sounds very professional when he's uh, when he's on the pod. So uh, I'm excited to hear what he sounds like. What's going on, Burjo? Um, I was good. And then you forgot about the podcast episode we were on together um, with me, you, Joel, and Frank. So Yeah, but he wasn't here. I think that's what he was saying. He's saying he no, was No, no, he... He was there. That's the no, problem. I've no, I've no, no, I wasn't there. We discussed the silly trades that I made. He was there. He, he, was, he there. was. He was. So, um, yeah, I was doing well. Um, now, I'm a little bit sad. So, Charlene, <laughs> um, I thought we were mates. Um, the other two guys, I'm more than happy to see, though. What's what's bloody going on, Frank and Joel? How's, how's life been for you two? Oh, yeah, you know. You know what they say, life sucks, then you die. But boy, when fantasy football's on, life's great. Um, pleasure to be here, Frank. Um, you know, lovely to hear your voice. You too, Charlene, long time, you know, no here. But um, yeah, ready for a big, big episode today. Awesome. That's uh, great to hear. We are going to get stuck uh, straight into the news. We're going to follow that up with... Um, basically an overview of our rookie draft that we just had um, in the last week. So we wrapped that up recently, four rounds, eight teams. who ended up having 32 picks. Um, definitely some uh, trades and some moves that went on uh, during that time. It's a really good time for most dynasty leagues where you do have a bit of trade movement, which is always fun. Um, I'll get stuck straight into the news. Like I said, uh, bigger news that happened about a week ago, Jerry Judy was arrested um, at at the time, it was unknown charges. Then it started to come out. There was a few charges that were laid um, by, I think it was under yeah, Colorado law or something like that. Um, turns out he, didn't he do sort it. of was just like stole his girlfriend's phone and kept it away from her. But she stole something from him or she had his phone and then he stole a baby seat. I don't actually know exactly what happened. Joel, he's your boy. So um, if you've got a bit more detail, then probably explain a little bit better than I can. Um, but it yeah, seems like he's going to blow I'm over. 100% sure what's he, what he didn't do it. Oh, he didn't yeah, do it. What was he accused of? Are you of? just saying that because he's on your fantasy team? or? Yes, I'm just saying that because he's on my fantasy team. He didn't do it. Deshaun Watson didn't do it. None of them did it. <laughs> They're all innocent. <laughs> um, it is... You are innocent until proven guilty. So I think, if anything, the this proves to how much of a dog he is. Um, we look, everyone has a dispute with their significant other 
people take phones, people's feelings get hurt. That usually all stays within the household. Somehow this has gotten out. Nothing to worry about. If anything, Jerry Judy is going up my rankings. <laughs> he's, go- he's going up. He's That's going awesome. up. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. That's terrible. Oh, he's going to offer the house for him now. That's good. He stands up for himself. I like a fantasy player who does that. Exactly. He doesn't he's just not lie down. Russell Wilson, he's going to say something. He might take his phone, but that's that's about it. That's about um, it. Just yeah, don't he's... touch his phone. Yeah, so some other news that happened uh, earlier this week. The Raiders traded wide receiver Brian Edwards to the Falcons. Joel, another one of your boys. Oh, so you tried to drop that man on the uh, trade block. So you're clearly trying to get something for him. I don't know if anyone's biting, but it was uh, still funny regardless. As Mike Wright said, it's always darkest before the dawn. Brian Edwards, 2K24, <laughs> will be a part of the championship roster. Okay. I'm, re- I'm really happy for you, Joel. Unless um, someone we- wants to come get him. Please <laughs> do. <laughs> we had the Saints signing wide receiver Jarvis Landry, so just adding giving Jameis Winston another weapon. Um, it seems like from what they've done in the draft, it's Chris Olave. Now bringing in Jarvis Landry, hopefully having Michael Thomas back. Um, you're going to have Alvin Kamara with a six-game suspension. It's going to look like in the first half of the year, they're going to be airing the ball out. So giving him another weapon is probably good. I think um, if you're a James Winston owner, it's sort of the arrows pointing up for him. Um, we've also said, seen that Tennessee have come out and said that Malik Willis won't be competing for the starting job. We're going to see him sit um, ideally for the entire year. Um, sad to hear that, Burjo, but I think that's going to happen. I think that's probably the appropriate thing to happen as well. Nah, he's a, he's a project. Don't you fucking worry about that guy. Um, yep. Sit for a year, cut Tannehill at the end, give him the fucking keys to the city. All right. Well, we've got his biggest fan here on the pod. Um, Todd Bowles came out uh, just yesterday. He said that there's no timetable on Chris Godwin's return. Obviously, that ACL was so late in the season. I don't think this is anything too much to worry about, but I I think it was understood to me that he was either going to miss a little bit of time at the beginning of the season or he was going to slowly make wake his way back and um you know play limited snaps maybe in the first few games. But long-term, I don't think there's anything to worry about with that ACL tear. Um, and today, I think we all saw it um, pretty quickly after it happened. Um, Bears running back Tariq Cohen um, on Instagram Live. Hard to watch, honestly. Um, just a loud pop be heard when you, just you hear that um, Achilles rupture. Um, yeah, really, really uh, sad for the guy. But, yeah, on Instagram Live, not, not a good situation you want to be in if you're him. Uh, this would be bad for the... Bears backfield, but he isn't actually there anymore. So he was a free agent. So, um, oh, so he was a free agent. He's not even yet. Yeah, correct. So this has very little fantasy impact. Just no, whatever team was was going to pick. All that means is if you were uh, um, Tariq Cohen um, truther. I don't think there's many of them out there. But if you not were not anymore, uh, he had yeah, his time. You're not anymore. You're you're hanging him up. <laughs> I cut him in Dynasty about a week ago. So, sharp guy over here. You were holding Um, on. uh, Yeah, all I was thinking was that someone was going to get desperate and pick up a pass-catching running back, but all this does is they'll pick up the next guy in line. So, sorry, Terry. Sucks for you, but that's it. The NFL is a business, bud. That's it. Um, Just off the top of your head, boys, anything that I've missed that you guys want to talk about before I get stuck into some league trades that happened? Um, some of them happened during the draft, some of them happened after, before, whatever it might be. 
can we just touch on Jarvis Landry um, going to the Saints? Of course you can, Jarlian. <laughs> I was just wondering if anyone thinks that that's a, that's a good, bad, um, the, is the only winner here. Like, I don't understand why he went there in the first place. But is the only winner here, James Winston. Like, everyone else kind of goes down. Mike Thomas, Alave. And then Jarvis is not really he, – he needs a lot of targets, a lot of catches to be fantasy relevant. And now he's competing with uh, two other guys. So uh, I'm not sure if anyone thinks that this is a good landing spot for him. I, I wanted him to go to the Ravens or something like that. Uh, but I think if you're a Jarvis Landry owner, this is definitely not where you wanted him to go. Anyone else have thoughts on that? Yeah, win for win for Jameis, um, and then sort of yeah. I think I don't know if it hurts Thomas and Alave that much. I think it just lowers their ceilings a little bit. I think it hurts probably Alave more being that rookie that can run out of the slot. I think Jarvis will spend a bit more time there as opposed to when he was in Cleveland. They were playing those two wide receiver sets. He was out in the outside, so I think he can thrive. Um, it'll be interesting to see how many targets he does get though. Like you said, Char. What do the Saints do? Like, do they just run double slants the whole time? Like, can any one of them run any other route except well, for Well, that's Lave? why you've got a Lave. So now you can run... Yeah, that, so route. you have He's two fast. guys running running slants and then you have a Lave doing a streak. They're going to, like, call them slant. They can be the slant boys with a Z on the end. Or you got you got Mike Thomas a slant and then Jarvis Landry running a curl. There you go. Two-yard curl. <laughs> No, he's got a come, he's got a comeback route in the repertoire. He loves that. And then you got Kamara yeah. out the backfield. I don't unless they're a like football a football offense. This is just it's pretty ugly there. I mean, James Winston sucks. Hey. What's the same? The jury's win out. The jury is out. They they're trying to win. So the the two yeah, pickups is- that they just picked up, Jarvis Landry and um uh the hunting badger. It's not like the Eagles with that first round draft pick. I am loving it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So for sure. That was a great. That was a great move on from Jalen Hurts because he sucks too. No, come on now. We're not having this argument now. All right. Not today. It's not happening. I'm going to move us straight on to some uh, trades that happened in our league. So I want to start the first one off. This is one that Burjo and I are involved in. So obviously my team is ideally competing. Um, I should be, you know, a good chance to make the playoffs this coming season. Um, so I've acquired myself wide receiver, Adam Phelan, and running back, James Connor. Um, I sent those two, got those two in exchange for wide receiver, Kadarius Tony, and a 2023 second-round pick. That is Will's second-round pick, um, judging by rosters, should end up close to the top of the second round, but obviously you'll have to wait and see. Everything can change very quickly. Um, but you know, good piece of good, good piece of draft capital, good young piece for Virgo. I get those proven veterans that are going to give me points this year. So I was actually quite happy with that personally. Um, obviously, Virgo's going to like his side of the deal. I think it's pretty clear that it makes sense. Do you, anyone else here have anything to say about that? Who they think won, or you reckon it's a pretty well rounded trade like I thought it is? Um, uh, I like the trade from both ways. Uh, I think Virgo could have got a little bit more, but he is dealing with you, so would have been a bit hard. Uh, I'm surprised Frank even gave me anything back. He usually wants to <laughs> give players and expect. Uh, no, nah, but for the direction you both are going, I do I do think Frank uh, won the trade just because I think Berger could have got a bit more. And I'm not really a big Tony fan, 
but uh i don't it's he didn't win by that much like it's a they're both like one year rentals and you're getting a, a pretty good second rounder just judging off wheels roster right now um but yeah no, no it's nothing too 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 big of a margin it could go anywhere like james Conner could be injured week one and then you got tony if he blossoms into a star then you know, it's, it's all Burjo, so could go either way. Uh, hey, but James Conner could really get injured week one. People forget Yeah, but he's also got a three-year contract. One-year rental, my ass, Charlene. Three years, plenty of guaranteed money on that contract. He's pretty much in a retirement home. Yeah, 29. He'll be dust. anything to do with James Conner after this year. Can Frank win the trade if he doesn't win the league this year? <laughs> no, well, of course not. But that's, that's why we play, Joel. I'm just, you know, saying that, putting that out there. Like, I, I you know, although I kind of think he might, Burjo maybe could have got more. Like, I think he got, you know, fair value for two pieces he had to get off his team. Yeah. I think what I was looking at was Thiel and Connor are more than likely at their highest price they'll ever be again. Um, so yeah, now it's time to cash their chips. The guys I got back, I got Tony and a fucking good second back. Tony could absolutely shit the bed and go down, but that that second, I, I want to I want a piece of that draft because come draft time, that second goes up in value. We saw this draft. Yeah, well, we saw we saw it happen. Honestly, I think we've we I think we all experienced um during our rookie draft. Everyone wants picks. As soon as you're on the clock, all of a sudden you get everyone in your DMs wanting to see if they can get your pick off you. So there was a move that Burjo and I made. It was actually about three hours later, well, three or four hours later that same day. I ended up getting that second round pick back. Um, and I sent and also got another 2023 second round pick as well. Yeah. And I sent Burjo the 2022 uh, 106. So I ended up uh, basically just getting two second round picks in next year's draft. Ideally, they're going to be end up being, you know, close, well, one of them's mine. So ideally, it's not close to the uh, top of the second. But that uh, pick from Wheels ideally is at the top of the second. So just some picks getting shopped around. I didn't really. I saw a bit of a tear break um, at the 106 after what picks 105. I know Joel will know for sure that I'd been sniffing around trying to get into that top five picks. Um, other than that, I was happy to jump out and uh, take some draft capital. Um, yeah, I forgot I gave up that 23 second from wheels and I just talked it up heaps about. Yeah, how good of a ago, pick so. is it? Say it again, Virgil. Yeah, now I'm pretty flat. But, hey, first rounders are invaluable. Um, and we'll talk about what I did with that a little bit later on. Wait, so we, you traded that second you got and you gave Frank. Yeah, his... you friggin', you've butchered this. Yeah, no, nah, I didn't know that part of the trade. They're doing the 107 trade. Frank, explain it better. You should have oh, just made it a full... Sorry, it was was the 107. All right, let's if we join these two trades together, it's going to make a bit more sense. All right, yeah, okay. So, I got Adam Thielen, James Connor, and a 2023 second, which is yours, which is mine, okay, for Kadarius Tony and the 107. Damn, that's crazy. What did you end up doing with that wheels pick? You just did you just keep it? I end up just getting it back. 
Yeah, okay. I have the wheels picked, don't I? You do now. So that's the very next trade, mate. I was busy that day. I had this happened oh, an, an hour busy. later. Shout out, Joel. That pick is nice. That pick is, it, is nice. Nice. it is nice, but I end up getting a nice pick in the draft that we'll, we'll see very shortly. So then I, I sent that, that same wheels pick, and then I packaged that with Josh Palmer, wide receiver three, maybe even the wide receiver four for the Chargers. Cool. Soon Good on you, Joel. I know I was talking him up for a long time. Glad he got him off my roster. For a 2022 second round pick, ended up being the 201. So pick nine overall in this year's draft. We'll get to who I used that pick on um, in a moment. It's a bad draft. I liked who I got there anyway. Um, Except and, the first four picks, they're all fire. <laughs> and then the next draft, next pick that, uh, sorry, the next trade that happened, we had Joel acquiring Devonta Smith for 2022 second round pick. Um, actually, two of those. So, two 2022 second round picks for Devonta Smith. We'll find out who those are. Picks were used on just in a bit. And Joel, being busy as ever, was involved in the next trade as well. So, he's acquired Calvin Ridley, uh, wide receiver, Atlanta Falcons, suspended for the entire year next year. He's going to really help you win the championship next year, Joel. Um, but he did acquire him only for a 2022 second round pick. So, Props to you. I personally think it's a good deal, especially for his team um, as he, you know, tries to compete probably next year. It's probably a, a good chance for Joel's team to take uh, then that next step. Um, 2K24, I'm taking it out. That's it. Well, he's, he's keen. Um, and then we also had Joel, another move, mate. You, this is probably a very, very busy day for you. You acquired wide receiver DJ Chark, uh, tight end, uh, what's his name? Smith from... Minnesota, what's his first name? Big Irv. Big Irv, that's it. Irv Smith and a 2024 second round pick for a 2022 second round pick. Personally, I think that's a uh, great trade. I mean, you've got plenty of draft capital pushing those picks further down the line, gaining Irv Smith, who could be something, you know, I think he's got a bit of upside. His athletic profile is something that looks pretty nice. DJ Chark could be nothing, could be something. Did show a little bit in Jacksonville, even with quarterback, bad quarterback play. I think there's going to be too much target competition in Detroit. But when he gets out of there, it's only a one-year deal from memory. Is that right, Joel? If that serves me correctly. Yeah, and when you see who he who are who was the pick at that second round pick, you're going to love it even more, friends. That's a that for, for me. That's what only reason why I like the trade. Yeah, wasn't it glorious? Um, next one, we saw Burjo get even more draft, draft capital. He's really taken this rebuild to the next level. So he shipped running back um, for Miami Dolphins, Chase Edmonds. He ended up getting a 2024 second and a 2022 third round pick. So that's not bad co- uh, compensation. If someone came to me and said, I can get a second and a third for Chase Edmonds, I think I would be pretty happy. Do we agree with that? Is, that is good compensation. Chase Edmonds is going to suck this year. Again, another one of those players. Yeah, I like that one from at his fucking, He's at his maximum price. That is a, I've just cashed in those chips and gone all I can because he is going to be a non-factor this year. I kind of disagree. I think he's going to be all right this year, but I just don't think long-term he's going to be a thing. I think he'll be all right. They... They, I think that two is going to throw the ball a bunch to the running back position, and he's got to beat out what Raheem Mostert, who else? Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle was good last year. He's like earning more than all of them put together. Like if you add all their paychecks together, that's what the Miami Dolphins decided to pay Chase Edmonds. I mean, I don't he's know if I want to trust the Dolphins. They yeah. do stupid things all the time, but 
Still. Mate, Mike McDaniel isn't paying the contracts. He He's going to use them as he sees fit. And you know he has no idea what to do with his running backs coming from San, San Francisco. So Yeah, they're um, all just good. They'll all just put up fantasy points, but you're not going to know which one. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the last trade that we had, um, we had Joel acquiring Kenny Golladay, washed right wide receiver, a 2024 third-round pick um, in exchange for two 2022 third-round picks that Burjo acquired. Um, just getting pretty much Burjo getting a couple more dart throws at this year's draft, it seems like, which uh, I think works for both teams. I don't know if Kenny Golladay is a thing still, but, you know, to have him on your roster is not a bad thing. I'd probably got to agree with you there, Joel. Yeah, but I got that Danny Dimes, Kenny Golladay stack. Yeah, everyone wants that one. That's a that's a hot commodity. It's a good one. It's well, awesome. With these two picks, I attacked two Cincinnati Bearcats. And I don't know if you watched much Cincinnati ball last year, but they made the college football playoffs. So they were a pretty good team. The two players that I took were a big factor in that. So I got a couple winners coming to the squad. Welcome. All right, whatever you say, man. I believe you. I don't actually. I don't believe you at all. But that's fine, though, Virgil. We'll wait and see, okay, buddy? It's okay. 2027, man. It's my year. All right. Are we keen to get stuck into our mock draft, some of our results here? I know a lot of us were heavily involved. Some of us, um, Charlie, and were not involved at all. Um, didn't end up having a pick in the draft. Didn't want nothing decided to do with to, uh, Just go... Balls deep. He's in the uh, he's in compete mode. No draft picks. Doesn't want to waste time with these rookies. He wants instant impact. So he decided. Hey, hey, I got Trey McBride. Spoilers. Oh, spoilers in the fourth round. Sorry, sorry, guys. Good play. Unbelievable, man. All righty, are we happy to get stuck straight in? Let's do it. Okay, so with the one hundred and one. Pardon. Can't believe you waited this long. No, okay, sorry. <laughs> All righty, with the one hundred and one, Joel, I tell us selected. who did you decide on? I decided. Um, Bo just Callahan. Like, just like the rest of the world, I picked Brees the Beast Hall from the New York Jumbo Jets. Consensus one hundred and one draft pick. RB1, give me all the Brees Hall you can get. Yeah, got to Thanks. agree. Even on the Jets, he's still the one one It doesn't matter. Michael Carter, fourth round running back last year, does not scare me whatsoever. We then had Matty Barbs at the 102, getting his running back. He's always wanted. He's got absolutely the holes deeper than the Grand Canyon at the position. So he had, he almost had to go Kenneth Walker. I don't hate the pick. I probably would have gone with Kenneth Walker at the 102 as well. Um, anyone have any objections to that? Not Kenny Walker fans? Um, I don't think Kenneth Walker is a lock to be good or to even get reps. Like, um, like there's a lot of like I know I'm a wide receiver slut. There's a lot of wide receivers guys that are following him that are definitely going to get reps that are going to be like players in the league for a long time. I don't know how long Kenneth Walker has like on the Seahawks. That is like they've got Chris Carson. They've got fucking 
Rashad Penny. Chris Carson's Rashad dead. Penny, neck injury. Probably can't even sit up yeah. straight. Rashad, and, uh, Rashad Penny, Rashad one Penny year stays deal. On the field. That's, that's not scary to me. Last year. Um, well, for Barbara, who's someone who's rushed his rebuild, wants an instant impact player. I think you're getting more of that out of Drake London, Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, all of them combined. Um, yeah, so, that's fair. Yeah. But he, there was times last year where he fielded like two running backs and he like, was copping zeros in his running back slot because he had nothing yeah. and no one helped I'm not, him. I'm not saying it's dumb by any means. It's definitely the smartest move Barbara made in the whole draft. Um, but it's just, it's a, it can be a question. Yeah. No, no I, I get what you're saying, but I, I think um you gotta that's that, unless the only way I would talk myself into not taking him is taking Drake London. But like even saying that he's his running backs like on his roster, there's not there's not many there. He's got Javante Williams and then that's it. Every single other guy you can make a case that they're not going to, uh, like, be any good for fantasy this year. Uh, like, almost. You could almost make the case. And next year. But I think that Kenneth Walker is awesome. I think that if he went to a better situation, it would have been – he would have been a lot um, more of an argument to be the one-on-one. But I, I just don't think at the one-on-two – if you're either taking Kenny Walker or you're taking one of those wide receivers you just named, you can't go wrong. Like, it's not – you're not making a bad pick. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Correct. All righty, Joel. Do you want to walk us through the next two picks here? This was all you. You feature very heavily in this draft, of course. Yeah, I'm the man. Um, now, nah, so with the next two picks after Matty Barbs took Kenneth Walker, um, for me, clear – um, three-man group of the wide receivers is just, you know, it's getting the two of the three. Um, I ended up decide, out of Drake London, who I – no, yeah, Drake London, who I took at the 104, um, and Garrett Wilson, who I took at the 103. Um, and the other person I would have taken was Traylon Burks. Um, I tried to move back to the 105 to get something extra on top, but no one – Jack Burgess would play ball. So, um, yeah, I just took my pick of the two, which was um, Garrett Wilson to get that um, Jets stack, triple stack, if you will, with Brees Hall, Zuma, Zach Wilson, and uh, now Garrett Wilson. Yeah, really good offense there. They will be. Zach Wilson, (laughs) the next Patrick Mahomes, I've heard. Um, And then... I think he's close yeah. to the Jackson Mahomes and he used to Patrick, but go go not. Anyway, leave him alone. He's going to be better than Trey Lance. I was going to say oh. Trevor Lawrence, but I have Ooh. Trevor Lawrence, so <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is the goat too. But um, yeah, and then I took um, yeah Drake London, the wide receiver one of the class. Shout out Drake London. But um, yeah, Traylon Burks going to suck. I passed on him twice. You heard it here first. Oh, all right. It's probably a good time. Burjo, you were at the 105. Traylon Burks. I bet you were pretty happy that you landed him at the 105. I know I would have been, honestly. Yep. Stoked. Um, what Joel said has brought me the tears. Um, there's obviously three 
three top receivers in this class and me being at the 105 knew that one of them is going to fall to me. Um, I don't have a preference in any one of them. Like, they're, honestly, like, they're, they're all – they're not dart throwers, but they're, like, any of them could be stars and any of them could bust. You, you never know. Um, I would have been flattest if Drake London fell to me, but um, luckily he did not. Um, I picked up Traylon Burks, someone who is going to have an impact for me straight away. Um, again, I don't know if you can call it a triple stack, but Tannehill, Willis, Burks, there's, a, there's always <laughs> going to be Willis a quarterback well. to her. Yep. We didn't so, get there yet. You're just, you're just spoiling the draft now that you got Oh, there. my goodness. Nah, we all knew I was going Willis. I was going to find a way, wasn't I? Um, yep, so Traylon Burks, very straightforward to me. Everyone who tried to reach out for a trade, was swiftly given the middle finger. So um, pick number four uh, to Matt Barber. Frank, do you want to run us through this? Yeah, see, Matt was picking at the 106, ended up getting Chris Olave. He was the next player on my list. I had Chris Olave slightly ahead of Jameson Williams. Wouldn't hate you for having it the other way around. Just think he landed in a slightly better situation uh, than Jamo did. Um, I know you backed it up. Virgo taking Jamo that next pick, my 107 that I traded to you. Um, yeah, really good pick. I just didn't think Jameson Williams um, is going to make an instant impact for my team this year. So it was, I think it was better just to get that value um, into some picks and uh, let you have Jameson Williams. But I think he is a very good, uh, very good and very talented player that's going to uh, grow into um, his role um, on the Detroit Lions. Um, I reckon you would have been pretty happy as well coming away with a couple of those elite wide receiver prospects um, at that, you know, mid to late first round. I think you can't really go wrong there. I would, I would have been pretty happy with the haul you've come away with. Um, and then you've backed it up again at the 108. First quarterback off the board um, in the NFL draft, first quarterback off the board in our super flex draft. Anytime you can get a first round quarterback um, at, you know, pick 10 in a super flex rookie draft, you'd be doing all right. Um, despite the, you know, all the question marks surrounding this quarterback draft class, you took Kenny Pickett. Um, I personally think it's a good pick. I know, you know, all this time you haven't been a fan of Kenny Pickett. So walks through the pick. Was it purely just because he's a first round quarterback and he's in a good situation in Pittsburgh? Um, yeah. So firstly, I'm going to touch on Jefferson Williams. Um, shocked that, Barbara took a lava over him. Um, Jameson Williams is going to be a freaking superstar in the NFL. Yeah, he's on the he's on the lines and it looks grim now, but one day he's he's gonna he's gonna have someone that can throw him the ball and he's gonna burn every DB in his way. So very straightforward pick for me, that one. Um Kenny Pickett, I am well known for liking uh for disliking certain players that might be liked by others um namely Trayvon Walker Aiden Hutchinson um and another one of those being Kenny Pickett I think he's uh bad maybe the QB four five in the draft to me um I don't think he's good whatsoever but that being said there's a lot of times that bad quarterbacks go to good situations and put up fantasy points. Um, the one that sticks out to me is Mac Jones last year. Not a good player, okay? Made the Pro Bowl. Um, yeah, so I, as much as I hate Kenny Pickett, the guy's in, a, in the best situation you could ask for. Um, has some... Superstar receivers in Deontay Johnson, um, Chase, 
Who who'd they pick up later on the draft? Big bad Georgie Pickens. Character issues Pickens. 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 Yeah. He's a dog. Um yeah, so he's obviously gonna have options. That O line's fine. Um, it's all up to him. If he sucks, we know that he really sucks. So expect him to do mediocre to good. Well, that's a really good uh, positive outlook to have on the quarterback you spent a first-round pick on. You think he sucks. That's great to hear. Um, I then followed that pick up with Charlene's quarterback, Aaron Rodgers' new number one wide receiver, Christian Watson, six foot five. 4-4-40. Man, he's just a freak athlete. Can't wait for him to be mossing everyone all over the field. I needed some wide receiver help um, going back into the top of the first round here with that trade I made with Joel. Um, just allow me to get there. I think um, between Christian Watson and Sky Moore was that next tier of wide receiver. You know, I had uh, Jahan Dotson, George Pickens, David Bell um, in a tier below those two. So, you know, to be able to go up and get one of those, I was very happy. Um, I think Joel then followed that up with Sky Moore, another respectable pick. Um, I think, yeah, that spot, I think that spot at the top of the first round was actually quite nice for us, Joel. I think we're going to figure out pretty early on with these elite quarterbacks that they've both got, whether these players um, have the it factor and whether they're going to be, um, you know, really important pieces for our teams going forward. I don't think there's going to be that excuse of you don't know because the quarterbacks aren't very good. I think you've got to give time to guys like Garrett Wilson. You know, Drake London doesn't really have a quarterback right now. Um, Chris Olave again, if James Winston isn't up to it, you're not going to know, especially, you know, likes of Jameson Williams, you're not going to know how good these players are um, until they get an improved quarterback situation. But I think we're going to know pretty fast, honestly. Yeah. Um, obviously, with the whole, um, with all these trades that happened, I they ended up, they all happened while I was on the clock. Um and I had Sky Moore, Christian Watson in the same sort of um, tier. I didn't really have a preference which one. Um, I found out through sources that uh, you did want um, Christian Watson. And um, oh, yeah, I was happy me with out? Sky Moore. I think you ratted yourself out, TBH. But um, <laughs> might have been Barbara. I don't know. I was talking to him as well, but he's impossible to trade with. I know he's a loyal listener. Gee, hard to deal with. Um but, um, yeah, and then when you offered up that wheels 23 second, I was happy to um, move one of those picks and move on um, with the one that you didn't want. And then I yeah. think I was on the clock next, the one, no, the 203 as well. Yeah, you um, No, that was 202. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and then 203, that was the one I moved to Dylan Lawrence. To yeah. get um, so Devontae Smith. Yeah, so you moved the 203 and the 208 for Devontae Smith here. So at the 203, Lawrence came up and picked James Cook, running back for the Buffalo Bills. Oh. Obviously has, um, you know, good upside in that offense, but I personally don't see. Oh. I don't see how he got picked in the second round. I don't oh. see how he's Gets going to be a picked. massive fantasy impact player. I mean... He's just, he's small. Like, I hate to be someone that just writes off small running backs, but the statistics are there and the statistics back it up, you know. Running backs that put up top 10 fantasy seasons or top 15 fantasy seasons, most of the time they're bigger backs. They're, you know, your workhorse size, prototypical workhorse running back. So it just doesn't happen that often. What do we think? Yeah, but the picks the picks get worse 
straight after this. And by straight after, I mean straight after. <laughs> so we had Matt Barber adding another running back to his room. And we went with Isaiah Spiller. Um, I mean, probably a little bit early, early for Isaiah Spiller still. I personally like, would have had... Like a two rounds too early. Yeah, I personally would have had the wide receivers. I would have had, you know, Pickens, Bell and Jahan Dotson behind um, Isaiah Spiller. I might have even thought about taking Damian Pierce before Isaiah Spiller. Um, but, I mean, pick your guys, I suppose. I don't hate the Spiller pick as much as everyone else. It's still dumb. Don't get me wrong. But I... I can see the Chargers investing more into the run this year and Spiller getting more of a role than people expect. Um, and that backfield in LA becoming more of a one-two punch. I mean, they they invested their first-round pick in a guard, which to me means more up-the-middle running. Uh, it means protecting Justin Herbert. <laughs> I... I don't think it does. I, I think it means... I'm telling you, Jack, it's what it does. <laughs> I think people are going to watch the, their film from last year and see how, how much they relied on the pass, and they're going to solidify that backfield, um, especially if if Austin Eckley gets injured, which he has in the past. There's a pretty gaping hole, even if they do stick with the pass. Um there's a gaping hole that he can fill with lots of receptions. That's um, the um, that's the key part to taking um, Spiller is if you are a firm believer that he beats out um, Joshua Kelly and uh, what's his name Justin Jackson. If you fully I mean, believe he is Justin Jackson out. still there? Isn't that the fucking what's I the other so. one's name? There's an there's another yeah, one that is. Was like a sixth rounder. He is and and. Uh, he can definitely beat out those two. It's not. It's not going to be very hard. Yeah. Well, he can become like the um, AJ Dillon type sort of player. I know AJ yeah. Dillon was like that's the second his, that's a ceiling. Yeah. I, but, I mean, no, what's his name? Justin Jackson isn't there anymore. It's Larry Roundtree. Yeah, but Joshua Kelly's still there. No, but yeah. I I think he is going to be the direct backup to Austin Eckler. I just don't think that has that much upside outside of. Eckler injury. Like, well, I know we can, he, we can, he's getting older, but I don't like betting on players to get injured just so my player has value. I think the, there was players available that had standalone value. Yeah, yeah no, I, I get what you're I, saying. I, I, I don't know. I don't, the only reason why I don't like the pick is because he's reached, like, he could have got him later. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He had that's picks the only, later as well. Exactly. But, like two spots later. <laughs> yeah. And then he yeah. picked again after that as well. Yeah. So yeah, that's why that the pick was bad. But at, at, as a pick in itself, taking Spiller, like the, the, there's so many things that need to go like his way for him to give him like, you know, value value back at that pick like that very middle pick. of the second round yeah exactly Absolutely. so that uh, and that's where that's where i get confused with the pick and, and and his decision there but i i can see i can see why i guess like he talked himself into it 
because of all the upside you can see there. But even if you are, even if you think that spill is good, which a lot of people don't, on top of that, if if he does struggle to beat out Larry Roundtree and Josh Kelly, like he's not saying much. Yeah, exactly. So this, if he just beats him out or he, you know, he needs to beat him out by a lot for you to just be like, okay, this is the guy and this, and they're going to trust him. You know what I mean? Like he, he's got a lot of work to do to, to, to give him anything back. Uh, but I know that they are looking for someone to put in there so that Eckler doesn't take as many hits. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's going to take the red zone carries, but I I know that they want someone to do that, and and that's the only thing that I can think from Matt's point of view taking him here. Take that third and two run up the guts. Yeah, mm. yeah. That then that's the only thing. That's the only reasoning why. But yeah, I'll, I'll agree later, that Isaiah Spiller might be good to give you three yards. That's about as that's about as much praise as I'm going to give him. I two things. I think Isaiah, you guys are talking him down as a player. A little bit. I think he was good at AM last year. And if he can he's a big, big boy, six one, two twenty-five. You give him the goal on work and he's got he's got enough up upside through touchdowns. Um number two, the guy's twenty years old. Like he's he's still developing, like and he's going to have a longer career than a lot of the other guys picked around him. Um and just, just something I wanted to touch on just quietly. Um, the guard that I was talking about before that the Chargers took at pick 17, Zion Johnson out of Boston College. I was talking to the Boston College punter today. Apparently has the fattest cock. Um, <laughs> the, the, um, yeah, dad, daddy. That's where you go. Necessary. You heard it here first, guys. Breaking news. Oh, oh that's, that's not Huge. it. The numbers I heard getting thrown around. <laughs> seven or eight inches on a flop. There's, there's, that's, their numbers at Burjo can't even count to that high. That's how high it is. He's flabbergasted. My mum's just walked in the room. Hi, mum. <laughs> Sorry, continue, continue, guys. Yeah, all right, we'll continue. So right after that Isaiah Spiller pick, we had Wheels trading up. Um, I believe it was with Joel to go and get George Pickens. He now has... Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and George Pickens um, all in that uh, Pittsburgh Steelers offense that did struggle, probably predict to struggle with a rookie quarterback, and they throw and give the ball to Najee Harris about 50 times a game. Wills is on to something. Shout out, Najee Harris. Good ball player. Yeah. The only only props I'll give to Wills is those Steelers wide receivers, they're always good. I don't know. They just. Why they just pump out wide receivers and they're always good. No, I agree. I just got Calvin Ridley at the two hundred five. Shout out me. Yeah, like I would rather Calvin Ridley over George Pickens. Oh, one hundred percent. You see how George Pickens watched himself get drafted. Yeah, he looked. There's something wrong with that dude. That guy is a dog. He looked homeless. (laughs) Yeah, fuck yeah, he did. You know why? Because he was he was focused on fucking. Working, yeah. He's not. He's, he's not all work. about this show. He, he's getting to work in that AFC North. He's getting to work. Yeah, he's gonna knock someone out. Um, mm. right after those that after George Pickens went, Matt went and took David Bell. Don't hate the pick. Um, I don't know. I feel like that David was Bell's his a bit only of only good pick. Yeah, I feel like David Bell's gonna be like a good 
player at the NFL level. I don't know if he's got an elite ceiling, but he's just. I think he's going to be a good player. He's a nice, safe pick, um, especially in a PPR league. I think he's going to be that uh, Jarvis Landry in that um, Cleveland Browns offense. So I really don't mind that pick. Um, he then followed up with, he traded back into the second round for Tyler Allergy. Um, all when Rashad White and Damian Pierce were still on the board, he decided he wanted to go for the less established prospect in the worst off in a worse offense than the other two. So um GG's Matt, great draft. Um no, fucking terrible pick. Does anyone disagree with that? Because I think that's exactly what happened. He's a worse prospect in a worse position. No, but he traded up to get it, which is why it's funny. Oh, it was terrible. I couldn't believe it. I called it out in the chat straight away. I was like, I can't believe he's just traded up for time. No, well that was the thing. I, I was trade I, you know, I had the pick and traded it to Matt, expecting him to take, you know, Pierce or Richard White or Zamir or anyone else, uh, even Dotson. And then, yeah, nothing. Like, just Algier. I was just like, Jesus. Like, he's traded you up reckon- for Spiller and Algier. Like, spammy. Matt has wasted a lot of assets and resources purely through trading up because he could have stayed at whatever picks he had and taken the place. Taken those guys. Yeah. yeah. So silly. Like, that's what I was just about to say. Like, if he, let, let's say instead of Spiller before, he took, um, I, I don't know, anyone else. Uh, let's say he took Dodson or something. I don't know. Let's just pretend. And then it comes back to him after Wheels takes Pickens. He gets Bell. And then he trades up here and he takes Spiller. Yeah. Yeah. Do we still think that that's a bad pick? Mm. Like, it's better. I like Charlene. Huh? What'd you say? I I I like the way you're looking at that. Yeah, the problem so, is he didn't because... have enough picks to take all these loser players, and he <laughs> had to reach up and get his loser players because he didn't have any picks. Yeah, but they're still loser players. Yeah, well, he wanted those loser players, so he didn't care what he gave up. He just wanted them. He well, he didn't. He, he obviously doesn't think they're losers. No, Get exactly your guys, right. I guess. Oh, you never know. Yeah, this, could, I guess. this could come I guess. to bite us in the ass. I think Burjo was trying his best to get us um on the record trashing Isaiah Spiller, and then he quickly uh, scrambled to say that he didn't hate, hate Isaiah Spiller just to whip it out a year from now when Isaiah Spiller's been really good. But that's not here nor there. Um. Lawrence then followed it up with Rashad White running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think he's just insulating his uh, Leonard Fournette shares. It's going to be interesting to see um, how much they use Rashad White. I think he's going to be useful in that offense. I think he does have a chance to steal some touchdowns, um, which might cap Leonard Fournette's upside. So uh, quickly, um, James Cook, Rashad White for um, Devontae Smith. Who we got? Oh, Devontae Smith. I, I like the easily, <laughs> but, but I think yeah. Lawrence has done well to get what he got out of it. Yeah, like it should have been worse. Cook and into White is his best case scenario there. Yeah, no, it should have been yeah, worse. And he, still got yeah, and, he, and he still lost the trade. <laughs> Suck that, Lawrence. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll clip that and we'll send it to him. No, I completely disagree. Ooh, oh, Shalem, the running back whisperer. No, I'm I'm saying no, like if 
instead of taking Cook, he took like Pickens or something. That's not the best case scenario. James Cook at his pick, I I, I did not like that at all. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think he wanted uh, he wanted the running back. I think he went, yeah, I think, got, took his wide receiver depth. He took his wide receiver depth and then chipped it off for running back depth. I think I know what he's doing, and I think with the players that are available, like I, I George Pickens. I mean, he's in a situation where Deontay Johnson and Claypool are ahead of him in an offense that's not that explosive. Obviously, Deontay Johnson out of contract at the end of the year, and um, we know what kind of prospect Pickens could be. Um, but still, yeah, I think I'd still have James Cook ahead of him personally. Not to shit on you, Charlene, but I get what you're saying. I think right after this Rashad White pick, Wills had back-to-back picks, and I think he's come away really back-to-back well in this draft. back picks. It is too. He went three in a row. So he kind of let the draft come to him outside of that George Pickens trade-up, and I really like who he got at the – you know, the top of the, the yeah. third round. He went and he got Damian Pierce. better than that, Barbara. Yeah, exactly. He just let the draft come to yeah. him and he ended up making some really good picks. He got Damian Pierce, who could be the starting running back for the Houston Texans, Texans halfway through the season. Like, I don't know if he's anything. I think he can beat out Marlon Mack. And he can become fantasy relevant. Obviously, that ceiling's not there in that offense. He then ended up taking first, like, you know, what was it, the second or third wide receiver off the board in the NFL draft? I think it was third. Yeah, or- pick 16 in the draft. Yeah, Jahan Dotson, who's a great prospect at the top of the third round. I think that's a great get. Um, I was I tried screaming to- that he fell too far. I was trying to get the pick off him, and I was trying to get the pick off Lawrence to take Jahan Dotson here before him. And I don't think – I think everyone was trying to do the same thing. Well, I had the 304, and I was hoping Dotson fell. And then Wheels took Dotson. I'm like, what do you want for Dotson? And he's like, I want a 23 second. I'm like, get fucked. What the <laughs> – Yeah. yeah. I don't no, know who's out of the trade with. You can do it. Apart from the Pickens pick, I liked. He he had a good draft. It's just the fact that he had to give up Calvin Ridley. It, that's yeah. I just don't like that bit. That's um, the yeah. part where. Who do you guys think is harder to trade with out of Frank and Wheels? Uh, no, I've always got, I've always do gotten my back. deals done with Wheel. I'm going to say wheels because he went ghost mode for six months. Hey, um, just a quick tip for um, our league is if you go on Dynasty Trade Calculator and you put in a trade with wheels and you show him that it's fair, I don't know if he listens to this, but he that's how he does his trade. I can guarantee you wheels is not listening to this. <laughs> don't, don't, not trying to share his secrets or anything, but that's the only, that's the only way that I can make a fair tra- trade with him. Cause he goes off that thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and if you're listening at home, do not do that. Is that the black one? Uh, if you search it up on Google, it will be the second option. Okay. All right. Joel's got his notepad out right now. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, you know, I don't, I'm I just don't glad he's back, idea. you know. You That's can actually it. message the guy. Exactly right. He then went and took Keontae Ingram. He's uh, going to be backup running back for the Arizona Cardinals. I love um, that pick. Obviously, they've still got Eno Benjamin. It's going to be uh, interesting to see who Keontae, uh, you know, who Keontae Ingram can be um, at the next level. Obviously, James Connor always an injury risk, so he could become fantasy relevant really quickly a nice little upside piece bit of running back depth for him you know in the mid third round it's still always a good pick um burjo went and got his boy malik willis i think he'd be very happy to end up getting him in the mid uh, third round 
bit of a value get for him. Started the quarterback run. He then backed it up with Desmond Ritter as well. I think you're just taking some dart throws, Berger. I really didn't mind it. No, and then I no, finished no. off our quarterback run, and I took Matt Corral at that next pick. So do you actually like these quarterbacks, Berger, or are you just taking the value? I, I, do I like these quarterbacks? I started off by trying trying to trade for the 203 to get Malik Willis. Um, because this, man, this guy's a good player. Um, with a year on the bench, <laughs> he can be something special, I'm saying. Um, one thing you guys need to know about dynasty fantasy football, you need good quarterbacks to win. You, you can't go out with players like... Daniel Jones and Trevor Lawrence, Mitch Trubisky, Zach Wilson. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can... <laughs> Matt Jones. <laughs> you Matt cannot Jones be... is good for a number one. And what about Deshaun Watson? Yeah, it's not as funny when I meant, don't mention his name because he's actually good. Yeah. He's the man. But I'm saying if you go into a season with Matt Corral, Drew Locke, Carson Wentz and Jared Goff, don't expect to be winning a you dynasty championship. Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts. That's so. Yeah, I should have. I should have said Jalen Hurts because he's actually bad. Um, he's a but, Drew Locke. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, um, if you have multiple quarterbacks that are freakish, you set yourself up for a championship. If you have bench quarterbacks that are freakish, you can flip them for a lot. Right now, my quarterback quarterback room consists of Kenny Pickett, Ryan Tannehill, Josh Allen, Malik Willis, Justin Fields, and Desmond Ritter. And and what's Kyle Trask? Yeah, don't forget um, him. Sorry, my bad. Um, yeah, if these guys, a lot of these guys won't turn out to be anything. But if I can get three of them to be top 10 quarterbacks, perfect world, obviously. That would set my rebuild up for good. And perfect world or a, fantasy world? Fantasy world. Um, this is a perfect time for me to invest in young quarterbacks because I'm not looking to compete anytime soon. I can get these guys at the lowest I'll ever be and watch them grow in front of me. So that's why I've taken Malik Willis and Desmond Ritter, the top two quarterbacks in this draft. Um, and I'm going to watch them prosper in front of my eyes. Watching yeah, I, I personally didn't hate the picks. I, I just want to be clear. I just wanted to get your feeling on the merger. It wasn't a Thank knock, you. okay? There's no need to get Thank so, you. so defensive, all right? Um, yeah, didn't take it as a knock. I'm just saying how much smarter I am than most other I people I love in a this defensive Burjo. Yeah. <laughs> right after that, Burjo, you followed it up with Indiana Colts wide receiver Alec Pierce. I personally don't know too much about him, so do you want to – Shed some light, or did you just take him knowing that there's not that much target competition in Indy? He's a dog. Um, Everybody yeah. on Virgo team a dog. Yeah, yeah. We only take in dogs. Um, yeah, but in all honesty, he's a he's a cat. He's a bear cat. Um, yeah, as I said before, one of the two bear cats I took by trading into the third round. Um, Alex Pierce. Alec Pierce, my mistake. Um, Disrespectful. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, not. I. He's not an outstanding prospect. Um, very quick. Um, he's a winner. 
he is a winner. He's quick for his size. So he's six three. How good's that? Um, yeah, got a new quarterback in uh, at the Colts now in Matt Ryan, guy that typically knows how to throw the football. Yeah, um, four years ago, he's washed. Okay, enough with the disrespect on Matt Ryan. The guy can still play. Um, no, he can't. I, I think he can. Um, <laughs> but that being said, what Frank touched on, not a lot of targets in uh, Indiana. Um, yeah, good situation for him. What, what I'd more rather do have I need to say? It's, it's the third round. Um Kenny Golladay, we we fucking talking about what? Don't bring his name up. Um, yep. So Alec Pierce. Well, that's who you traded to get this pick. Um, yeah. Again, washed. Sick yeah, I'd, I'd probably rather have Alec Pierce. Yeah. Hate to be that guy. And you know who else I'd rather have? Desmond Ritter, quarterback. Good player. Um, yeah, Desmond Ritter also starting quarterback. Feel. For the Atlanta Falcons, the next no, not run, as I've heard a lot of people say. So, um, yeah, those are two picks I took from uh, trading into the third round. Obviously, dart throws in the third round, but you know what? Sometimes dart throws end up in 180s. Any holiday is on a $72 million contract, guys. Yeah, but you yeah, got a $72 million bad. contract last year and he sucked. Yeah, but like that was even more money last year. <laughs> what? He might be something. Remember when he was good? Alec yeah. Pierce might be something. I remember yeah. when I was like 16. <laughs> That's probably the last Just time saying. Kenny Galladay was good. He has smooth routes and he's big. You know, not smooth he's, anymore. He's smooth. Yeah, he's Kenny Clunky. He did a hamstring. He'll be right. I'll bet Kenny Golladay versus Alec Pierce fantasy points. If anyone wants to do that, no, <laughs> I probably, I probably wouldn't. But I'll do. I'll do Alec Pierce versus Kenny Golladay fantasy points in twenty twenty five. Take no, that I'm one, Joel. What's Let's the bet, Joel? I just want to take it because why not? Kenny Golladay versus Alec Pierce fantasy points. Oh, it's just a bet. Whoever wins, they're just better. What do you want? What do you what do you want to have on it? I yeah. thought you had a, a bet in mind, but you've just stuffed this up. Don't worry about it. I was just oh. saying, uh, Kenny Golladay will score more fantasy points. Don't you know? <laughs> shoot the messenger here. All right, let's go to the next thing. Who who was the next pick? Next pick, Wills then got Zamir White at the back of the third round. Another good pick. He let him fall. Um, I, you know, I personally was trying to get Zamir White. I was hoping he'd fall to me at the four o two. At the four o two, didn't happen. Um, I was a little bit disappointed. So another good get by Wills. I think he had a good draft outside of that uh, trade to Calvin Ridley that trade of Calvin Ridley that we've discussed previously. Um, Matt then kicked off our fourth round with John Mechie, Houston uh, wide receiver. Um, it's interesting to see what Mechie's going to be. He's still injured, still coming back. Um, I believe it's an ACL tear, so he's still making his way back. Could be interesting. Plenty of um, targets to go around in that offense. I think there's, you know, there may not be very good ones, 
but um, there's not really much competition at the wide receiver spot outside of Brandon Cooks. They have second-year wide receiver Nico Collins, um, but it must be interesting to see um, whether Mechie, um, you know, is going to be a good enough player to, you know, demand those targets. I then followed it up with uh, Wondell Robinson, um, New York Giants wide receiver. Like we discussed earlier, I traded away Kadarius Tony. I then bring in Wondell Robinson, you know, with a fourth-round pick on, is that if Wondell Robinson comes out and sort of shows that he's talented enough to warrant the second round pick they took him with, are they really going to be that much difference in value? I'm not too sure. Um, obviously, he's very small. I personally got burnt by Rondell Moore last season. Wondell Robinson probably profiles as a less explosive um, athlete than Rondell Moore, but you just don't know how it's going to translate to the NFL. So in the fourth round, I was happy to have that dart throw. Charlene. I disagree. You do know how it's going to translate to the NFL. It, well, it hasn't been good in recent times, but you, you and never know. And it's not going to be good again. Okay. You love midgets and pick. they're not good at fantasy. Yeah, what's up with that? Good call, Joel. Why do you he love loves midgets. No wonder you want a Dotson too. Kyler Murray, midget. Yeah. Good Tony, one. midget. This guy, midget. They're all midgets. Subconscious. I'm projecting. Oh, how like old Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts, he's like six two or something. I think six one midget. <laughs> yeah, midget six one. Imagine being six one. Embarrassing for a quarterback. He's fucking dwarfed. He's a dwarf, mate. I'm going through your players: Devontae Swift five nine, Josh Jacobs five ten. Fucking hell, these guys are small. Cam Akers five ten. Jonathan Taylor, 5'10". Oh, Saquon Barkley, 6'0". Terrified of the 6'0", Mark. Jesus. The Darren the Walrus, 6'6". Don't disrespect. That's all right. We got height where it matters. Where it matters? And not just on my fantasy team. You! Oh, he thinks he's cool. <laughs> Charlene, walk us through your first pick. 103. Oh, my first pick of the draft. Probably you the best got pick the, of the You draft. got the... Tight end one in the class in the fourth round. I don't hate it. It doesn't get better than that. Um, I have Kittle. Uh, I need in three years his apprentice, and I drafted him here. It was, it's awesome. I can't believe he fell this far. You guys are dumb. Yeah, good pick. Oh, great pick for me. Uh, he's just gonna sit on my taxi squad for three years, and then once uh once Kittle is ready to pack it up and um. Zach Ertz will be long gone. He'll be ready. Zach Ertz, he, he's gone. He's gone in. He's gone two years. Um, it, it'll be uh, it'll be the Kyler Murray, Trey McBride show. Even um, even DeAndre Hopkins gonna be well old then. Oh, bold. Assuming Kyler Murray's still in the league. Yeah. <laughs> oh look, yeah. That, Good one. That's a fair point. But look, it's a great pick. Doesn't get better than that. Everyone should be uh trying to get. Um, Trey McBride. To me, he was the best tight end in the class. It's not saying much because it wasn't that bigger, wasn't that great of a tight end class. But for something, yeah, for, he's probably number two in my eyes. What, who you have Jelani Woods over him? Uh, we'll talk about that in a sec. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, great. I, I love my pick. It was awesome. I, I was very happy with that in the fourth round. Yeah. Uh, right after that, we had Joel trade away his fourth round pick. Uh, Matty Barb's fourth round pick next year. Matt came up and took Sam Howe, last quarterback um, 
in this draft anyway. I mean, Sam Howell taken in the fifth round by the Washington Redskins. Obviously, we know Carson Wentz oh. sucks. But do we really think fifth round quarterback is going to be that much of an upgrade over Carson Wentz? I'm not sure. Oh, Will he get a chance to prove that late in the season if they don't win enough games? Maybe. Um, in the fourth round, it's not a bad pick for someone that we thought was going to be, you know, a slam dunk first round pick, probably first quarterback off the board um, only two years ago with how he played in college. So I think it's not a terrible pick, but quarterbacks this year um, didn't really um, give people too much hope, it seems, and that sort of planned out in the NFL draft. Um, I think and- Sam Howe's a good pick. Uh, I especially- think it's an awful pick. At the, at the 404. Yeah, before the draft, he was getting talked about in the second or third. He's going to not show out in camp, but he's going to prove that what he's got is matched with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is going to play dog shit and he's going to get benched and he's going to come on and get some quality reps. Yeah, and then well, he's going to be shit, and they're going to be bad, and they're going to take CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. You could have picked up Howell after the draft. No one was drafted worse than Carson Wentz. But do no you know? How, do you know how good Sam Howell would have to be, and how bad Carson Wentz would have to be? Because Carson Wentz is a much better athlete than Sam Howell is. So I don't think he is. Oh come on now. I, in, Carson, Wentz the, can, Carson Wentz can move and operate in the pocket. He just makes Wait, poor decisions. He's still Sam a really can move and operate in the pocket, and he's also eleven years younger. He's eleven or ten. You can't you can't talk me into taking Sam Howe over the last guys that got picked. That's just me. Exactly. So Sam, so hey, Carson Wentz would have to play man. so poor and leave enough games. And the Washington, the Washington. Commanders, sorry, would have to lose enough games for Sam Howe to then have a chance to show enough and not lose enough games that that the Commanders get the number one overall pick and then be good enough to not get replaced by CJ Shroud next year. Best case scenario, it just doesn't have Davis Mills. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He can be Davis Mills. That's like best case scenario. And even then, they're taking a quarterback next year. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. Up it up this year. Sorry, you're just wrong here, buddy. It's the fourth round, guys. No, it is the fourth yeah, round. Yeah, just trade it away for a next year 23 fourth rounder, and you'll be right. Exactly. It's called stonks, baby. I think yeah. hell is value. So, shout out. Um, we then had Andy at the 405 take his first pick of the draft. Um, got Cowboys wide receiver, Jalen Tolbert, one of those older wide receivers to come out of the draft. Um, normally a little bit more developed and the younger guys could be an instant impact player um, on a good offense. Apparently he's uh, showing out in camp. So I think that was a really good pick. Um, you know, if you do have an injury to Michael Gallup, Michael Gallup's not quite ready um, for week one. Jalen Tolbert's going to be an interesting piece early in the season. So he come. Um, Definitely can make that instant impact. Yeah, does Virgil anyone want took... him? Sorry, what was that? Does anyone want Michael Gallup? Like, I like him, but, like, he doesn't move the needle. Mm. Okay. Well, if you want to trade for him, he's available. Okay, okay. Check him on the, the block. block. I think he's on the block, probably. Half my team's yeah. on there, but, you know, yeah. if you want him, come get him. Yeah. 
Burjo then took Gigantor 2.0. Jelani Woods, man, is massive, six foot three, two hundred and fifty pounds. Just a you say six foot man. three? Sorry, uh-uh. six foot seven. My bad. I was Make looking at the twenty three number and the six foot seven number at the same time. It's really just spun me out. Do you have his forty time in front of you, Frank? I don't. What was his forty time? Four three, six three, one. Three. Three three three. Four six was, one. It's six. It was seven, four six one. Yes. Yes. Didn't didn't uh, Traylon Burks run a four six? That's what I'm saying. Kyle Hamilton, the best safety fucking of all time prospect ever, ran a four seven. So six foot sevens Jelani Woods is gonna be running right by him. Is that what you're telling me? That that I think he's gonna be running by him, through him, around him. I don't care how, over him. How it happens under him, but he's gonna not under Kyle him. Hamilton six foot seven. will not stop <laughs> Jelani Woods, not once. <laughs> you get Jelani Woods the ball, and if you think any defensive back can stop him, think again. And I, I don't even want to talk about linebackers because he's just run past them. He's not so, wrong. I mean, I, I don't hate it. I think um, he's if Matt Ryan can end, throw so it, takes a few years to develop, but you know, he could be a weapon. He's got the physical tools. Mate, if he's Matt already Ryan developed throw it over the linebackers. Don't you need to hear his arms tricks again? No, he needs to develop <laughs> how to play the position and to you know. He did you hear his forty right. time? That's break? what happens with these tight ends. <laughs> you know, in um, Space Jam, when Michael Jordan reached the ball and his arm stretched out and he dunked it. Yeah, that's Jelani Woods. That's Woods. Woods. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So, um, yeah, so the only Fantasy thing Addicts podcast, number Matt. one uh, fan show for Jelani Woods. Oh, it is, it is. And number one hate show for Aiden Hutchinson. Um, you know, uh, you're going to burn the whole show to the ground with these takes. I'm going to burn Aiden Hutchinson to the ground before I burn this show to the ground. Um, yeah, Stop so I've, I've talked about Jelani Woods too much. Um, let's move on to Wheels' pick Frank yeah. So he then followed that up with Tyrion Davis-Price um, I'm not sure how much of an impact He's going to have Especially being behind Elijah Mitchell Bit of a weird pick I didn't expect the Knights to take a running back um, At least not that early in the draft But I don't. he doesn't profile as a player That's going to take a whole lot of touches. He profiles as someone they might use a bit of as a gadget player, a short yardage, bigger really like you know, a bigger bodied running back. Um, you're not your every down sort of uh player. So he's more just, you know, they might put him in specialist situation. He's probably the best the uh, pass protector in the in the draft. What was that? Joe? What did the trade calculator say? Trade calculator for what exactly? To take price, it must have told wheels. Oh, must have because other than that, that's I wouldn't have been taking him here. Mm. But that's not here nor there. Um, we then had Lawrence finishing up our draft, last pick of the fourth round. He ended up taking Tyquan Thornton, the speed star, the one who ran the fastest, uh, for uh, sorry, the fastest 40 time. Um, was it end up being a wreck? Was it an NFL combine record to 428? Great uh, pick no. from Lawrence. Pick of the draft. It was a really good pick to get him here. I think it was a second round pick in the NFL draft. I mean, regardless of what you thought, I thought he was taken too high. But if NFL scouts are saying that he's a second round pick, despite the New England Patriots' treacherous track record of taking wide receivers high in the draft, 
Um, you know, you just got to take They've him never had back of the fourth round. Like you can't Mac. go wrong. They've never had a quarterback like Mac Jones. Never. I think they've had quarterbacks better than Mac Jones from memory. Can I don't know. Ken Newton sucked, Frank. Don't even don't don't just start that hype train. Mac Jones is the best thing that happened to the Patriots since Bill Belichick. Yeah, I just can't yeah. think of any other good things that have happened to them. Honestly, no, no. I mean, Brian Hoyer was pretty good that one year. Oh no, sorry, they got Devontae Parker this year. Sorry, he's the second best. Yeah, he's a beast. <laughs> Johnny Smith, weapon. What about Kendrick Jason Bourne? Yeah, he had like what the about... sneakiest like wide receiver thirty finish in fantasy history. Yeah. Did I what drop him? Or... Stevenson. I think I dropped him. Oh, pick him up. Race the waiver wire, everyone. <laughs> I'm not sure. No, surely not. I thought about it. I did hear a little shout out to Ramondre Stevenson. Just want to shout out all my people that own Ramondre Stevenson in Dynasty Leagues. Um, Shouts out to you guys. All right. Well, our time will come. He'll be there. I I thought we were naming players that suck. That's why I brought him up. (laughs) Um, Frank, do you want to touch on some of the notable free agent ads um, from the undrafted rookies? Yeah, so we it was a big, um, basically, haul of rookies that ended up getting uh, taken right after our draft finished. So I'm going to get these up now. I'm just scrolling up right now. I think uh, Burjo was very busy, ended up getting some good picks. So the one that stuck out to me personally, and the, f- the first one that was sort of the priority one, it seemed, was Khalil Shakir from the Buffalo Bills. Um, profiles to be their slot right wide receiver could be very fantasy relevant in such a you know high powered offense. Really good get by Burjo. Cost him fifty three of his fab dollars. Um, not afraid to spend it. Um, Burjo also went out and got Calvin and that's, Austin. And that's wide receiver preseason fab. I'll have you know. What was that? Sorry. That is preseason fab. That sucker recharges. Yes, you who, are exactly. Who else he getting? You're not getting freaking. You don't get it when you die. Now. You don't get to keep it. You don't get buried with it. I'm not getting buried with my fab, that's for sure. That's right. Andy then added Brian Robinson, running back for Washington, and Justin Ross, the undrafted free agent for the Kansas Kelly, Chiefs. how did you not pick up Brian Robinson? Uh, it's because I already, I already said it in the thing. I said um, I didn't know when the waiver went through. I was literally mm. halfway through doing it. I would have, I would have had him, but uh, you're a lazy coach. Never mind. Sorry for bringing it up. He's yeah. a casual. It's not very smart. Yeah. Hey, you did the um, same thing, Frank. Idiot. Don't, don't throw me under the bus like that. I didn't want any of these guys. Frank. Yeah, they're you, all losers anyway. You might have glossed over um, a couple of those those ads a little bit quickly. Um, Shakir going to one of the best passing offenses in the NFL. And yeah, looking, I said that. I did say it was very high-powered. Could be uh, an instant impact and, player. And only one other person bid on him. Yeah. That means there's six casuals in this league. I already had um, to drop like eight players. Yeah, yeah I well, drop, I drop nine and pick up this anyway. dog. Um, and Calvin Austin, another Steelers uh, receiver. We know how much they love him. Um, this guy's a freak athlete. This is Tyreek Hill too. Um, yeah, yeah short strange. guy. Run it. Run a fucking four three two, and a thirty nine inch vert, one hundred thirty five inch broad. This guy is a freaking superstar. 
The only one I like is the Greg Dolchitz one. I, I don't yeah, know. he's a he's a freaking player. Um, yeah. Sorry, Frank. Yeah, I just anyone. I just had to put a little bit of respect on my boy's name. No, that's fine. Andy, Andy also added Adrian Smith at running back tangents. for the New Orleans Saints. Sorry, you were saying, Joel? Yep. Oh, I'm just going to go off topic a bit. I just watched. Um, I'm watching Sky Racing in the background. Um, just watched race six at Cannington, and that's the best win I've ever seen. <laughs> I'll be sure to flick it on right after this podcast, Joe. Yeah, thanks. Just Joel. gonna put it out there. It's like you watch it, Frank. Best win I've seen. Okay, thank you very much. No worries. Go on. Um, and then Burjo also added tight end for the Denver Broncos, Greg Dulcich. Really good ad. I think um, the more sort of shots you can get at young tight ends, the better. Obviously, you don't want to um, clog up your roster too much, but I think he's a, he profiles as a really good player. Albert O was like, a, you know, a fourth or a fifth round pick last year. They're not totally committed to him, but although I do think he's a good player. Greg Dulcich, by the way, I don't know if you've seen him on Instagram, Burjo. Very good looking man. Sorry, I'll I'll put I'll put him into my um. You don't oh, looks like a great god, doesn't he? Exactly, he does. Gee he's got the stash and everything too. Um, hey. Andy also added Kennedy Brooks, running back for Philadelphia. We all know how much Miles Sanders sucks. Boston Scott sucks. Um, Jordan Howard sucks. So, um, even the other guy, what's the other Kenny game? Well, he sucks. So, might as well add the running back there that gets added. Um, Wheels oh added perennial loser Zach Moss, running back for Buffalo. <laughs> don't know why. Um, I don't get it. But I mean, if he wants Zach Moss on his roster, he's more than welcome to. Charlene added um, no, 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 don't, 20 year old wide receiver with a, torn, with a torn Achilles, Sterling Shepard, who I dropped on my roster two days prior. Those two and then also added Sadie Watkins. Great gets by you. I traded you Sterling Shepard for like a third, no, Frank. Yeah, it was literally it was last year when he was giving me like eight to ten fantasy points a game, and then he tore his Achilles like first play after he had like two catches. Like I said yeah. before, I was halfway through um, doing my uh, waivers. I did the actual waivers. Now I got all my guys. So, apart from Robinson. But, yes, yeah, Frank, I'm just going to speak for all the listeners out there. Um, Charlene, we don't really want to hear excuses about how you missed waivers. Just be I better. One I'm just saying those two, Sammy oh, Sammy and Sterling, they're not on my team. So, you got to read up. you got to read it more updated, Frank. No, I just want to bring attention to the listeners that that's what you do. And you add Sterling and Sammy Watkins. Oh, you added Snoop Connor, Kyron Williams, and Carson Strong. So you added an undrafted free agent running uh, quarterback. You added Kyron Williams, who's probably like the running back seven on the Rams. And Three. Snoop Connor, who's the running back like, oh, he's probably the running back two. It's not a bad two. Jacksonville Jags. There you go. Snoop Connor, get these guys on your team and in your taxi squads if you haven't already. Um, I also picked up Pierre Strong Jr. I dropped cast uh, uh, the uh, quarterback. Carson Strong? Carson Strong, that's it. Quarterback Nevada? Yeah, no. Mobile is all, I'm pretty sure he's less mobile than Big Ben was last year, so that's another <laughs> horrible move. Yeah, and he's behind Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minshew. But cool, yeah. bro. I picked up Pierre Strong. You want to pick him up because uh, um, the Pats 
will be having a big uh, big yard sale next year with their running backs, and that's the guy you want. He's he's all right. He's pretty good. I, I rate him. And Jerome Ford for Cleveland. How are they, all these guys on waivers? <laughs> Far out. This is crazy. We need more roster spots. No, they're on there. No, but that's the point, though. I want it to be slightly difficult to make these decisions. Like I'm sat here with Samaj P. Ryan on my roster because I've got Joe Mixon, and I hate. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. But what am I going to do? Am I, I going to pay hundred fab when Joe roster. Mixon does a hamstring for two weeks? No. Hey. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, we're ready to wrap up. I'll cut this bit, but we're ready to wrap it up together. I'm keen yeah, for bed. It's bedtime, I yeah. Yes, sir. All righty. Well, that wraps it up for today, guys. Thank you all for being on the show. Um, thank you to all the listeners for tuning in. Um, we'll try, you know, make these episodes a little bit more consistent for you guys. Obviously, life gets in the way sometimes, but uh, I want to thank you, Charlene, Joel, Frank's and Virgil, for taking man. the time. What's that, Joel? Are we talking smack? No, just you're a busy, busy man. That's all. Yes. I know. It's tough. it's tough out here being as good as I am. But thank you all for yep. coming on. All right. Have a lovely night, team. Bye. You too, Frank. It's always Not a privilege. Frank. <laughs> That's right. It's a privilege. You hear that, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Have a good, good night. Yeah, you guys. See you week one. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Addict Dynasty podcast. Follow the podcast on Instagram at NFL Fantasy Addict. And be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to make sure you don't miss a second of the action.